Hey everybody, welcome to your unpaid therapist. Hello, welcome to another episode of your unpaid therapist. I'm not getting paid. <laughs> I didn't even get a donut. Oh, oh that's, that's, that's sexy though. I like it. I'm Valerie Milagros Ortiz. I don't know. I am your host, Ali Kona. She's away. Brad from work. <laughs> this is your unpaid therapist. Chua. <laughs> <laughs> Me or you, you or me. Let's go. <laughs> Welcome back. Okay. Uh, your unpaid therapist. Um, so before we even start the show, I, I right, should I do this now? What? What's happening? My my surprise. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, you so know who we are. It's not like we need to say hi. <laughs> You've met this guy before. If you haven't, this is Anthony okay. Cardona. Watch the previous episode. You'll know all about him. <laughs> Super cute. So my birthday passed recently. This is going to air way after my birthday. So do I do this now? Yeah. If you're into ASMR. This is probably like very satisfying Ooh, oh. right now, like opening a card. Oh, mm. belated birthday wish to read this out loud to your valley. Yep. Although this card may be too late for your birthday, it's never too late to wish you a year filled with happiness. Wishing you all the best. Thank you, Frank. And Frank is our all the things. Like yeah. we can't even give him one title, y'all. He's like our florist. Our he does our lighting. He does our set design, set or set decoration. He does. He's can't, our. <laughs> I know. Uh, crafty. Um, why am I happy? No, I know. <laughs> like, why am I forgetting this? Um, We're not in the entertainment industry. Our, uh, okay. Yeah, all the things. Dun, dun, dun. What is this? <laughs> Shopping is cheaper than a therapist. <laughs> Very <laughs> fitting. Very fitting. Although right now there's a strike, so I can't shop. So I'm glad <laughs> that I am here with both of you. Yeah. <laughs> talk about all the things thank you that's so cute i love it can y'all see it well no that's okay that's okay all right okay so y'all know how the show goes we never have i ever it out and then we get on our topic which today by the way super interesting topic i'm sure random stuff is gonna come up but basically the plan is (laughs) to talk about how trauma is related to kink oh very interesting. interesting super interesting yeah but before we dive in never have ever Yes. Where? Okay, love it. Wait. Oh, I, I have one. <laughs> oh, but I'll read it. Okay, and then we'll just have to figure out the rest. Never have I ever picked a wedgie in front of someone I found attractive. Okay, so is this asking they saw you or you just kind of like just did it? I don't know, Val. Which one did you do? I, I feel like um, <laughs> I've definitely done like at a, like with a swimsuit. You know what I mean? Where you're just like, you know, like that. It's different than falling like digging in your butt. No, I didn't do all that. <laughs> but um, I'm sure I have. I can't think of off the top of my head. In my mind, I thought for sure you had to have. And that's why I wrote this. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Go. I was like, what has Anthony probably done? Okay, we're going to write that down. I have not. Although I did have a friend who when she got a wedgie and she couldn't get it out because there were people around, she would just take one leg and like, kick it out so if you ever saw her walking and kicking you knew and her- that work <laughs> that's what i was gonna say what <laughs> yeah is this yeah. like a, a dancer secret well i mean for me it was a male learn secret because we just have a lot of situation going on down there so sure. we have to learn how to adjust all the time without like you know just digging so yeah the <laughs> the walking and then like you kind of lift and rotate your foot inwards it kind of opens up the butt cheeks a little bit i just see enough. 
And if you're in motion, you kind of like do a little shimmy and then. But why it, did you hip thrust just now? <laughs> I mean, I was. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I feel like anybody who is able right now is is gonna try that. I hope you are trying that because <laughs> and send us a picture on Instagram. <laughs> that is really funny. Um, yeah, no. So I guess mine is a no. Um, okay. N nothing as creative and fun as that. <laughs> I can't beat that. I can beat that. Um, okay. So yeah, I'm like, how do, are I, we do we gonna have to pick some cars off the ground? Um, <laughs> This is why you want to subscribe to our Patreon to see the, the Did, video. Like, our, I'm like, what's our, happening here? Um, like, really prepared here. Really, really prepared here. Some of these might be like, we've already... Um, that's so random. I'm just going to like... Just fix them. I don't know. Just If it's a repeat, it's a repeat. Here. Yeah, if it's a repeat. Then we'll just say we've, we've, we've discussed this already. You know, or I trust your improv skills. If you got a good story you wanna you wanna share, that's okay. <laughs> Never me. have I ever pranked a teacher. Pranked a teacher. Oh, we did do this one. Cause I, I just remembered my you story. Pranked a teacher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, so I go back. Yeah, yeah, I another yeah. I was like, I did. Never have I ever have gotten or kick someone off social media platform. No. Oh, okay. Nope. Never. Been I'm there. not that misbehaved. I have gotten someone kicked off social media, Ooh. and this is a juicy story. But we're—I don't even have enough time uh, to <laughs> to even. Is it your stalker? No. Oh, um, okay. Um, it is not my stalker, but it is someone. Actually, I'm not even going to go into the detail just for, to save. You're so I mean, kind. I, I know. Like you got to. Right. I know. Well, like, no. So it? it's uh, somebody that I know's um, girlfriend, ex-girlfriend. Oh, okay. And so uh, this person was just, just, I've never not liked, I love a lot of people and I really like a lot of people. I've never had felt hate towards somebody. And this person, I there was moments that I felt hate um, towards this person because of their behavior. And long story short, this person posted some like inappropriate things about this other person on social media. They posted a poster of me and like that, like it's it's too many details, but you know, saying stuff. They posted my mother what okay like a video of my mother they did like this fancy little animation thing and like talking shit about my mom and that's <gasps> when it that's when i like yes exactly exactly i'm not supposed to clap <laughs> She's like, that is but yeah so at this point i was like okay bitch you know like this no so the only the way that i knew to like get this person and hit them where they hurt is they made money off the social media platform where we were on and they did this thing and exposed my mom. Um, so I looked up the terms and conditions and I was like, okay, violated this, violated number two, a da, 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 da. like made a whole list and had the evidence, had video evidence, da, 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 and got this person kicked off. And it was 
so satisfying because one, now you're not going to get paid using this platform. And two, it's like, it's a little silent killer where it's just like, I'm not going to do all this extra stuff. I'm not going to like go down to your level and like blast you, but I will stop you from repeating this like immature behavior. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, it was so satisfying. <laughs> I was like, don't you touch <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, that's when it was over. Like, you could, like, I don't care, you know, put me on this video, whatever, lady. Soon as it's my mama. <laughs> what did mom do to her? Exactly. Yeah. That's the thing. Her mom is so sweet and cute. That's what I'm saying. You, everybody, everybody knows my mom, so you know I was pissed. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was okay. fun. That was fun. All and right. if you need more, girl, I got a whole pile. Okay, no, oh, I see a. Uh, hold on. Let's Never see. have I ever. <laughs> okay, had baby poop slathered on my face. <laughs> um, I am so happy to say I have not. It, I definitely had. Okay, funny story with baby poop. I was uh, taking care of my friend's kids, and um, his son. Uh, I was he it was bath time or whatever, and he like you know had the face right. There's the little I'm about to poop face, and the you know the little vein, comes, little yeah, vein coming out of the neck. Yeah, there's like yeah. a little pause that they do, <laughs> and I was like, do you have to go to the bathroom? And he was like, he shakes his head because like it was too late. Sure enough, we're in bath time, and a little long <laughs> starts floating up, and it was a, a solid. I'll just say that. And I was like, ah! so I like grab him out of the toilet or out, out of the, the tub toilet. and I put him on the toilet. But there was like um that child seat lock thing. And so I have oh, him in my no. hands. So like I had to put him down. So when I put him down and he, oh. you know, he could stand, the dog comes in the bathroom. So now the dog, I mean, I'm telling you comedy of errors. Now the dog is licking this little baby boy's booty. And he's yeah. like, <laughs> and I'm like, no. And it was, I honestly, I was like, what is happening? What is happening? Um, but I cannot wait to hear about who else had ill yeah, I've, I've had poop slathered on my face. Um, no, that's a specific word. Very specific. It was, it was artistically done. I don't oh. It was. So I have a baby boy. He's uh, one and a half years old. And he has this new thing where he lets me know he's pooping or he's, he needs a diaper change by like starting to push down his diaper and he's like touching the back. And I'm like, okay, no. And um, he sat down and there must have been poop that, oh, so gross, that squirted out the side of the diaper oh. onto the floor. <laughs> it wasn't until after I finished the whole daddy duty that I realized, oh, that's where he got it from because that was artistically slathered on the carpet as well. Ooh. But I picked him up and then he just touches my face. <gasps> And he runs it across and it gets in the corner of my mouth. Oh! I don't know what it was. I just felt like some little nugget uh, of something. Is it too much? Oh, okay, fine. cool. Yeah. And um, I immediately tried to hold back all the gags and all the vomits. But oh, yeah, wow. I'm just. Disgusting. Yeah. So for anybody who wanted kids, <laughs> this is like. That's perfect birth control right there. Oh, Ooh. wow. Yeah. That's awful. Uh, you know, I'm a pet mom, but I can't say I've ever had poop in my face. <laughs> Although, bringing it back to the toilet, guys, not that you care or ask, but when I was younger, I really wanted a jacuzzi for my Barbie. <laughs> 
never got one. So I used to play with Barbie in the toilet. In the and toilet. Flush the toilet and be like, whirlpool. <laughs> I can totally see you doing yeah, that. <laughs> that is so funny. I was a creative only child. <laughs> so that brings us to today's topic. I love that it's such a great transition without even meaning to be a transition because some people are into scat play. And we did want to talk about kink in the bedroom. And poop is just a great segue. So is it though? It is. It's a thing. It is. Okay. It's a Hello, R. Hello. Kelly. Okay. Oh. Oh, 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 sorry. That's but that I've known that one, but yeah. What is it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it reminds me a story. So okay, how we start talking. You have to see her face, y'all. Yeah. Like you, I mean, if you again, if you're not watching our videos by now, like, you're missing out. You. You're just missing out. Okay. Um, what was so? That? This all started about Anthony and I having a conversation about relating trauma to kink and how it can, you know, trauma can dictate what your preferences are in the bedroom. So I took a human sexual behavior class when I was in college and I had been assigned a paper and I had to research scat play, which what, what is that? So it's when you enjoy like peeing and pooping on each other in bed, oh. like as part of your sexual practices. I, uh huh. Okay. So I go to the UNLV library. This is how it's set up. It's this big, tall building, probably six stories tall, and it's hollow in the center, right? So downstairs in the, is the computer area, and you go up, it's like rings, right? And it's each level of the library. I'm in the bottom, and I'm doing a research paper, like, you know, college journals, official scientific, but, you know, scat play. And I'm in the <laughs> middle of this, <laughs> you know, scat play. <laughs> like very common and normal and so i'm doing my research in this very quiet library but because of the topic that i put into the internet all of wait the... pause why why was this the topic oh sorry my class is human sexual behavior okay but like that was like everybody's topic no or is that that you were just mine. like oh okay and i was independently in the library researching like sure. why people okay. enjoy that in the Play. bedroom back to okay <laughs> so i put it into the search bar mm -hmm. But given the nature of the topic, the computer did its own smart thing. And I'm in this quiet library. And, like, doo -doo -doo, and all of a sudden you hear, oh, stop. And like porn pulled up and all this stuff. And I couldn't get the windows to close because the library is hollow. Oh. Like you can hear it shooting all the way up into that. I'm just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> I close one box, another one went open, and someone else is like, oh. <laughs> I just want to know. So now I'm just curious because what does scat play have to do with whatever that? I, don't know. I see we're doing. I'm like that was a pooping or peeing. I know that for a fact. Maybe they were clapping. Wow, that is really funny. I would have paid money to see your face. Yes, like because I'm sure you were going bananas. Wow. Which, by the way, I guess apparently why people do enjoy that is because, like, when you're younger, if you, like, get neglected and you're left in, like, poo-poo diapers for a really long time, something about that is very comforting when you're an adult. Really? Uh, is yes. that what it is? Yes. Oh. And so that's why people can enjoy that when they're older. Hmm. Um, wow. And they want to be, like, pooped on and stuff. It's that very interesting. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Fascinating. Um, I would be so I would love to talk to somebody who enjoys it. like i just it's, it's so i'm so curious like like how did that start how did you find out you know like right. what was the first time that you were like hmm this could be good i i'm craving this you know like yeah. this yeah hmm. interesting 
Very. There's anybody out there who wants to be on our show? Scat. <laughs> I'm quite um, intrigued. Um, really quick though, what yeah. would you do if your partner like wanted to introduce? That's that? a no. I know. <laughs> I know, but like your reaction. That. <laughs> just, just stare. Just like. <laughs> Well, first of all, I, I didn't until this moment. I didn't even know that's what it was called. So I would have like, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, trying to be all cute. You want to Exactly. Um, you know, I think my heart and would go into my stomach. Like, you know, like that moment of you're like, I'm just thinking of this the person I'm in love with right now. And I, I think, you know, because sometimes you're like, is it too good be, to be true? Like, no, like I've paid my dues, you know, like I've, I've, this man is supposed to be in my life. And then all of a sudden, you're like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, you imagine? You're like, damn it. <laughs> I thought I found the one. <laughs> Shit. Literally. <laughs> and now it's time for a commercial break. Hi, friends. Thank you for listening to the podcast. It's Ali Kona. If you haven't recognized my voice, but you know what's even better? Recognizing my face, which you can do if you tune in via video, which is available on our Patreon. So be sure to head on over to check out all the exclusive perks because this is your chance to help us grow so that we can bring more of what you love to you and all of your friends. And maybe they can watch Valerie too. I mean, she's okay. <laughs> Anyways, thanks so much, and back to the podcast. Uh, what would you do? Any, I mean, what talk to us? I've had a partner that enjoyed me peeing on them. Okay, oh. but then you've heard what is that called? Uh, yellow, what kind of showers is that? Golden called? showers. Golden showers. Yeah. Yes, sure that's like the technical term. But I mean, they enjoyed it. They just they they asked me to do it and I was like when you did it I mean we were in the shower I only thought, uh, I mean oh. I don't know about the bed thing because then it starts yeah, to the nice. mattress I know they have they do have special like sheets that are like pleather for what they would call I guess water sports <laughs> interesting yeah. water sports so, but wait, like what was your reaction like what did she say did she like whisper in your ear like pee honey I'm <laughs> Honestly, I didn't hear that. I was more concerned of what the hell did I eat? Oh, like, cause you know what I mean? Because then it's like, it's just, it emanates just in case. Who knows? You know what I mean? So a certain particular smells like. That is really It funny. was a lot of things went through my mind. I'm like, why do you like this? Okay. But, like, know, what did she say? I mean, she was like, do you want to pee on me? Oh. And looked me straight in the eyes. I was like, I'd like you to pee on me. I was like, okay. You can pee on me. And she just kept insisting. And I'm like. I can't lie. The water's running. There's no, like, you know, I'm just like, mm. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'll be back. I'm going to get a glass of water. Pacing back and forth downstairs, like just dripping water. Yeah, that no, it was interesting. Funny. It was very interesting. Wow. But yeah, yes. I did it. Okay. What would you, what would I would do? you react? Yeah. Probably the same way you would be I'm like, I'm sorry, you said who? <laughs> um, no? Like, yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> With the yeah. face, like, yeah. um, Actually, I'm allergic. <laughs> I gotta go. Ay, ay, ay. So sad. I well, I'd be like, is he for real? And then, yeah, yeah. I think, I think that actually, especially like, <laughs> you're so funny. No, like, oh shit, you're. Are you serious? Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I yeah that 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 would be a thing. Wow. But honestly, I feel like if 
well, I mean, I don't know. Do you think that person, just by knowing you, they would know that you would either be like, what the fuck? Or they'd be like, maybe. But if it's there might be, you know. But if it's like a new-ish relationship and you guys are like exploring each other and your bodies and blah, 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 you're feeling each other out, you know? So it's like. So, but do you, okay. With that said, what, what, what? feel yourself i'm not speaking like english but what is before that like there has to be like a a what because that's like c like out of abc like maybe maybe it's z <laughs> i don't know but like how do you get to that like when you feel somebody out well you know maybe you guys are in the bedroom and this person's already uh I think the golden shower would be first maybe like because if they could do that in the shower then maybe you're like okay like or something like how do you get to that? I, I will add though, um, when it comes to kink, there comes a point in the relationship where you have that conversation. Yes, you need to know your do's and your don'ts. Absolutely, because there's people that have hard no's and and absolute yes, and it it comes with a a particular conversation because it's like you have safe words, you have this, you know what I mean. Sure. When to stop? When to not take you know Certain take it too far. far? Okay, and and so, and going back to the topic of trauma. Uh, relating to kink is that a conversation that's had or or does it matter at all or is that part of the feeling safe with somebody to me it's important because i mean you're not just dating the person's morals and values you're also dating dating their traumas and their kinks because it's like how sad is it that you're with someone and you care so much about them and you have all these feelings inside these things that you enjoy love or can't stand but you're repressing all of that just to please your person you know so it's like you're losing so much of yourself just to have them be at the forefront you know sure so yeah i feel like that's a definitely a conversation to have hi hi let's get juicy let's get juicy okay so like what are you into me yeah hit the pause i do have to pause because i'm actually on this like self-discovery i just I just recently, um, I mean, from my last podcast, I just started doing a lot of research on like myself and um, I realized sexuality was a huge thing on the forefront. Um, I've been, you know, with my traumas in the past, uh, I kind of grew up very interesting because I mean, this is gonna be a lot of details shared, but like, so um, my family, like I said last time was very hypersexualized. There's been times where um, I'd walk downstairs and there'd be a lot of sex toys around, laying around just casually. You know, they thought I was sleeping. How old is were you? I was maybe like three, four, oh. five. Okay. Like that whole age, age range is when I started like, because, because you start becoming aware and you start looking for your caregivers and like, you know, you hear them having fun downstairs. You're like, oh, I want to go check it out. And then you just stumble upon a big raging veiny triumphant dildo on the on the couch oh and and you see your dad as a cross-dresser oh okay. it's it's interesting i don't want to say it's weird because it's not weird it's it was perfectly normal because they'd have a group of friends and it was them just having i guess fun but the problem with that was they never explained to me anything they just mm-hmm. told me mijo go upstairs mm-hmm. nothing's happening we're just being adults i'm like oh that's what it means to be an adult mm-hmm. just all this weird stuff cool i want to be an adult can't wait to have fun so yeah and um with that you know also being uh kind of 
I raised myself, so I was, you know, in the 90s, it was okay to leave your kids at home. Not really, but my mom right. did it anyway. Yep, same. And so, <laughs> so I was like eight years old, and I'd like, I'd have like the whole neighborhood with, you know, I'd have about like five moms and five dads, and, and just everyone took care of everyone's kids in the streets. And so um, I think that had something to do with uh, my um, polyamory, mm-hmm. you know, so that kind of like ignited that because I've always had like, I mean, I do have, um, two stepmoms and my mom and then I had two dads you know so stepdad and my real dad so I just thought it was cool I get to have so many dads and so many moms and again no one explained to me no they separated because things didn't work out it's so important I can't stress I'm gonna just pause right there to explain to your kids what's going on in a manner that it is appropriate for their age group Mm -hmm. you know what I mean because it's like if you if you just let them trying to like try to figure things out they're, I mean, they're creative little beings, so they're just going to come up with all sorts of stuff. So with that being said, um, you know, going through my traumas and all these other things, um, I started trying to discover different things because I never had verbiage to my sexuality. Um, and <clears throat> oddly enough, I am demisexual. Um, what does that mean? Demisexual, if it's under the umbrella of asexual. Okay. So I cannot be intimate. Like, it's hard for me. I, I, I It's been embarrassing. And I'm just going to sh- go ahead and share it and get juicy. Please. I've had beautiful women attack, like, like you know, try to be mm-hmm. sexy with me. And I was not able to get aroused. Mm-hmm. I can only get aroused with someone if I'm emotionally connected with them. Yeah. Okay. Um, and may it be mommy issues. Who knows? You know what I mean? I just, I need to feel loved. I want to f- hear that. Like mm-hmm. I will get aroused if someone were to be like, I love you and start kissing me. And all of a sudden I'm ready to go. Mm-hmm. That's my foreplay mm-hmm. is, you know, whatever that is. I don't know. I'm still discovering, but um, yeah. So demisexual being that you can't be sexual with someone unless there's an, a deep a, like connection connection yeah yeah okay so there's that and then um started getting into kink because i went to a, like just discovering all these things um i made friends with a, a porn star mm-hmm. and i just they just invited me over they started talking to me and, and asking me like what my preferences are and i've never dug into that i never understood like what any of those terms were because then there's people you know hetero cis smell and all these like new verbiage that like everyone's talking about these days which are actually important because they they talk on sex and gender how a person identifies with themselves what they do what they like what they don't like um and i thought it was interesting because i always felt weird in my relationships i always felt like my partners didn't understand what i liked and they they just felt like they couldn't please me and somehow in some way going back to like you know the infidelity part from the last i would just continue to look for what i wanted in other people and i would tell them i'm like well you're not giving me what i want i'm gonna go find it in someone else and then not realizing that was polyamory not me explaining it to them that i was and then being hurt because they thought we were monogamous but I didn't have that verbiage to tell them to have that conversation, like I said in the beginning, where it's important to kind of explain the whole field so they know how to play it. Because sure. if you're po- and yeah. and to make that conscious decision of wanting to be involved or not, mm-hmm. you know. And I mean, I, I think it's which is an interesting thing. I and I've had many conversations um, with like my brother and stuff about this. Uh, just 
just the evolution of relationships and even well it started really when i went through my divorce um years ago my my brother just being like there's so many people on this earth you know i felt guilty because it's like you 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 so many reasons you quit you give up you know you made these um promises to this person whatever whatever but he's like you know that's like so old school like marriage and being with one person and da, da, da. and so he um you know was just trying to make me feel better um but with that said it's and I, I've had a close friend who was in a throuple and like I've just been like in you know just exposed to all these new things that are um that people are exploring and really and you know there's people I'm sure watching or listening who may have like oh that's I I no, like, you know, one person and da 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 and whatever. But it's like, but if everybody's aware, right? Like if and if it's not being cheated on or whatever and everybody's on board and knows what's going on, then it's like, do you, you know, leave people alone. So wait, hold on, let me ask you this. I have two I have two questions. That was me, sorry. It's okay. Okay. Properly in front of my mouth. Um, <laughs> two questions. What are they? Okay, so polyamory in your definition, right? Because I think when I think of polyamory, I think of the one guy that has like a million girlfriends, and I'm like, what an asshole, you know? Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I know that's not what it is, because obviously I, I would assume that both the male and the female can have each other, but then they have their separate relationships, I'm assuming, with other individuals. But it's like, you're my main bitch, and then there's some other girls that I just mess around with, or I'm also emotionally involved, or we as a couple are choosing to invite this person in, and it's more of a sexual thing versus I love you, but I love her, and I love her. So just so you know, you're splitting my heart, not just my... Mm -hmm. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head on that, because polyamory sometimes gets confused with like swingers where they or open relationships where they are able to kind of be <laughs> intimate sexually with many individuals polyamory is just being able to like love different individuals on a, on a deep level because honestly that also in infidelity that falls in emotional cheating you know what i mean yeah. so um and people have to be okay with that um there's a big thing in polyamory where it's called a uh, compersion and it's um being happy for someone else receiving like all this attention and love from other people and and wanting to like encourage that mm -hmm. so it definitely it's a, it's it's because it's hard because it's like we we get so territorial as humans mm -hmm. that they're like oh i don't want anyone to look at you or <laughs> or be around you let alone love you you know what i mean so it's like in that manner yeah in that yeah. manner because it's it's intimate but yeah mm -hmm. compersion um That's I, I i started learning that because it's like I myself can't be, I, I'm polyamory, meaning I can, I can be intimate, but not romantically involved with many people. Um, Wait, what? Intimate, but not romantically involved. But you just said you can't be intimate with somebody if you don't have feelings. Yes, I have to have feelings for them. But what I'm saying, once that's established, okay, um, I can be intimate without having to be romantic. That's my polyamory. Like I can be with somebody like we can go on dates, we can hang out, we can do a bunch of things like that. But and we may not cross that boundary because I have my main partner that I am that is just exclusive. I'm physically exclusive with this one person, because once you start getting into that whole field of 
just that spectrum of, of relationships, you, you're going to negotiate. It's always a negotiation. Like what is okay? What's not okay? What are you today? What can we push today? What can we explore? It's, it's always different every single day. Cause we are always changing and evolving as humans. Now, let me ask you this. Do you think that that is something that happened from birth genetically, sort of like the argument, the old arguments about um, being homosexual, being a choice, or if you're born with it, do you think that that for you personally, not for the whole world, stems from trauma? And like you were saying, like with your family and the different moms and dads, or do you think it's something you were born with genetically? I don't know. I, um, because it's, it's hard to say, cause, uh, as a baby, I mean, this is definitely going way back. I was denied a lot of affection. So I craved so much from like human experience, like the human touch, mm -hmm. all the, all the love languages, I'm all of them and I want them all. I'm not just one, but yeah, I, it, it might be trauma for me, you know? So being neglected as a, as a child and rejected, like, you know what I mean? I, I just, I crave it from everyone and everything. And um, learning moderation and, and respect for my body, my health and my, my partner's bodies and their health. I kind of, you know, you kind of have those boundaries. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Interesting. You got anything? Yeah. I mean, right. I, I think, um, well, I, I'm curious for when you associated one with the other, like when, or, is that uh, more recent with the whole like, okay, the reason why I desire X, Y, and Z, oh, that's related to that one time in high school when blah, 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 or, you know, with my family. When was, when did you connect that? Or did somebody help you connect that? Um, it was, um, yeah, because I, I would, I would read on traumas and, and pe I would have a lot of people help me connect on that um, because I also discovered um, another form of kink which was uh bdsm and personally i'm a switch where i like to dominate and i also can be dominated but there's people that are just dominators and people that are the receiving end of like you know being uh submissive mm -hmm. and um i think that just comes with you know finding the right person to help you navigate because i mean i think that's what we all are is like like a mosaic mosaic yeah mosaic a of, mosaic mosaic you know what I mean? so but yeah a mosaic of all the partners that we've um you know encountered and we take bits and pieces and you know i've i've kind of just discovered myself through everyone so when i discovered all of that that was your question yeah like what it was there um a specific situation was there was it through reading a book was it through being with somebody who shared their experiences and you were like oh shit yeah fuck that's me too um it was i think it's a combination of all those things yeah for sure because i mean I, I i think what really started getting me to question my own sexuality was because uh it just there was something missing with my partners mm -hmm. and i mean i've even explored trying to like see if i could like you know go out with a with a guy but i just wasn't physically like sexually attracted to them. So I was like, okay, I'm definitely hetero. Cause I have an older brother that's gay and a younger brother that's gay. And just, we always kind of grew up and I was always around gay guys. I was like, maybe I'm gay. I just mm -hmm. didn't know. And I just took a chance and uh, never did anything physical, but I just wasn't, I yeah, just didn't find the arousal. You know what I mean? I didn't find the intimacy. I can look at a guy and be like, he is beautiful. Um, but just never been drawn to do anything physical with them. Um, but yeah, just definitely, 
just finding something that was missing within that one partner because I was it just there was so much more that I wasn't getting from it which stent like kind of led me into infidelity at a young age mm. so yeah so were you not feeling satisfied in the bedroom like when you were saying like sure it's this sex kind of feels good but there's more or you're like oh, that was okay yeah because i mean well one um i'm super passionate and and romantic and that sometimes scared people because there's always people that are like oh i just want to smash and pass and I'm yeah like, mm, that's not my thing you're latino you've got that like <laughs> yes um but wait what was your question i'm so sorry i have no idea you were you asked um if Wait, now I forgot. You fuckers. <laughs> this little thing, I think yeah, I erased my yeah, mind doing yeah, that. Yeah, no, wait, you had just asked him if and um, oh, he wasn't satisfied. Oh, oh satisfied. Yes. Well, yeah, because then, oh. so yeah, there was something like there was, there'd be times where I'd want to be the dominator, you uh -huh. know what I mean? And there'd be the days where I'd want to be the person that was getting dominated and that, that, that didn't translate well in the bedroom with someone that didn't know what they were doing or knew that that's what I wanted, mm -hmm. you know? Cause it's like, well, I mean, if you didn't know that's what you right. wanted, yeah, they would never. Yeah. yeah. So being able to even, I mean, that I think is everything, right? Being yeah. able to communicate, to know yourself enough, just an outside of sex and anything just for relationships to be successful is knowing yourself enough on like what you need, right. From your partner, um, on all levels mm -hmm. of connection, um, and to that first and foremost, and then being able to communicate that with your person, obviously the emotional, the physical, um, is everything. But at what point do you say something? You mean, because when you're saying dominate, right away, what, if, what do you mean, like at what yeah. point? Okay, so because what I was going to say is there's one thing to be like dominating, meaning um, I like it when somebody else is more aggressive with me in the bedroom versus mm -hmm. like, are we talking 50 shades of gray? Like you want someone to like whoop your ass. And if that's the case, like at what point do you bring that up in starting to date somebody? But do it define. Yeah, I mean... Just explore, cause I mean, for me, I, I went to a kink party once, and um, I went up to this uh, the media the the monitor in the room, and then they were like, "So, what do you want to do?" I was like, "I actually don't know." So, like, well, tell me something. I was like, "Well, I have a hard time controlling." He's like, "Perfect," or or letting go of control. He's like, "I have something for you to try," and he put me on this giant cross X thing that he's like, "Put your hands up here," and he gave my partner this paddle, and they started like going in on me on my back, and I have like I have all these pictures of because it was it was amazing first of all i've never felt such a warmth i got my ass beat as a kid and it's like you know what i mean so it's like it to me it's like i i don't know what it is it's just like it felt safe it felt familiar it was like and also i'm an overthinker i felt like the chaos that was in the world i could like focus it on just my body like I had all this hurt in my heart, all this hurt in my mind. And all of a sudden, all I could focus on was my external physical self. So it centralized all the chaos and pain into one place where I could just sit and feel. And, and it was, it was euphoric. I felt safe, oddly enough. I didn't know I was, it was first time trying it. My partner was like, was that okay? I was like, you could have gone longer. It was interesting. I, I, it, it was yeah, just, just exploring wow. it. So, and then, um, but I also felt like I don't want to always be dominated. And then that's when the, the, the monitor of that room was like, oh, well then you're a switch. You can be many different things. That's so interesting. I find that fascinating because also too, it is a connection and you made that 
cognizant deci- not decision but um observation do you know what i mean because again going back to like when i had taken the human sexual behavior class there are a lot of things that happen when you're a child all the um electrical I don't know how to say it. So there's like a, a gap between the, things are connecting. That's the myelin the, yeah. And all that. yeah, 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 yeah. It took me a long time to understand all that. So I'm not even going to go there. But um, all these connections are being made in the back of your brain, right? And every experience, like as you get older, concretes in there. So it's just so fascinating. I find um, two things. One, it's interesting when you realize, oh, I like this or I behave this way because of what happened when I was younger. And then I find myself then getting mad at some of the things that happened to me when I was younger, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. And I don't know if you've ever found that to be the case. Um, Excuse me. But um, it's almost like, and we were talking about this in the break as far as like, when you're younger and obviously when your parents were hitting you, like no one's like, this is good. I love this. It feels, you hate it. It hurts. It's scary. It's all these things. And then you grow up and find safety in it. Like it's the most fascinating thing at the same time for me personally, frustrating. But again, I don't know. Yeah. I think it's, you, you know, that's your caregiver as a child. That's everything to you. Your caregivers are doing these things that you find normal. That is just everyday life, however it works out, however it pans out in your life. And I feel like, oddly enough, you you try to get back to that. You try to get back to the root of things and you find, you know, your partners as you would want to look for your caregivers, your mom, your dad, whatever they did to you. It's it, it goes deeper. Like I said, I'm just skimming the surface on myself. Um, and you skim that surface skim. But um, yeah, so I, I can't really you know, explain too much as far as the psychological connection on yeah. all that, you know, but other than that, yeah, I, I think it's that for me. Yeah. So that's fascinating. I mean, thank you for even like sharing all that and such a, did you guys notice how comfortably he talked about, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Cause you, again, yeah. I think for some people, cause sex is such a touchy subject, especially about yourself and your own preferences. Um, and people tend to get like really shy and stuff like that. So it's yeah nothing to be shameful about it's mm-hmm. you know what i mean when you put that. when you put shame on a body or on a preference or anything it's just you're it's not authentic and you feel imprisoned you know that's what made me want to discover all of this you know so cuz i mean i was in a thruple that didn't work out i can't i can't be in all of that it's weird you start fi- it's everyone is wired differently polyamory but i'm not a swinger but i don't want to be in a thruple and i'm okay with being monogamous but as long as they're okay with me having intimate relationships with different people it doesn't have to be sexual it's weird we're all wired differently and it's going to be a different so wait then would that technically then be like you're in a monogamous relationship with somebody and Basically. you physically right and you're saying you can have these intimate relationships with other people meaning like go out and dates and da 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 but couldn't that also be considered of i have a boyfriend but i have this person who's like my soul friend this person is my soul friend i love them so much mm-hmm. is that sort of touching the surface of the same thing or not really because this soul friend you're kind of in love with them too yeah i guess so that's polyamory to me but no, that's the question is, are you in love with that person or they're just, you have deep love for them, like a deep connected friend, but there's no physical, like nothing physical. Okay. Repeat that one more time. Okay. So 
<clears throat> you have your girlfriend, right? Okay. Yeah. You're monogamous with your girlfriend. And then you have, let's say, two other female friends that you have a deep emotional connection with, like I said, like a soul friend, like you just get them on so many different levels. But there's nothing else romantically happening except for that deep connection, right? Mm -hmm. So isn't that just considered somebody who's, again, like a soul friend because you're not romantic with them? I guess it just depends. It depends on the capacity in which you do love. I mean, to me, I identify. That's how what I identify with. Okay. That like I love this person. That I mean, if life were to ever take a turn, I could be with this person. Right. You know what I mean. So I guess I could. Uh, it... So this is okay. You're with girlfriend. <laughs> You're hanging out with soul friend. Yeah. Are you like going to the movies and holding their hands and shit? Or are you like just doing friendship things? I mean. I guess it just depends on what you negotiate with your person and that okay. person. It, it's all it's all situational. What is and that personal pers and personal like relationship? Yeah, exactly. Like, what is that person comfortable with, and what is this person not comfortable with, and are they both aware? Yeah, I was Got gonna say it. that that could change like within each person and each couple or each situation. Okay. And what so and I what I wanted to touch on um is I think what's fascinating and what I love about this conversation is outside of, you know, if anybody can relate to being into kink or polyamory or whatever, um, no, regardless, what's beautiful is just the idea of just knowing yourself and just discovery. I feel like what I love about children and is, is at, unfortunately it's getting younger, but like before they start, <coughs> um, before they're aware of like judging themselves and stuff like that, like all that discovery and the things they're not afraid to say and explore and, and do and wear and all those things. It's like, as adults, we lose. And I mean, now I feel like seeing my friends who have kids, I feel like it's younger. Like kids are so hyper aware now at much of a younger age of being like judged or whatever, unfortunately, but um, to be able to, be at a place in your life. Um, I don't know how you are, but it doesn't matter. And to feel safe enough and excited enough to open that back up for yourself in whatever facet. Obviously, I'm not saying like everybody go chase kink. Like it's not that you know. <laughs> like real paid therapist, go kink. Yeah. No, it's not about that. But just in whatever that means to you, I think that's scary for a lot of people. A lot of people aren't brave enough to do that let alone brave enough to talk about it, you know, right. if it's something that could possibly be taboo or people could judge or whatever. So I applaud you on that. Cause I think that is scary and it's, and it's, it's awesome. Like, it's like, if, if that's how you found or are starting to discover yourself or, you know, connect things from your past to who you are now. Um, I think if more people could do that um, and then find the things that they love, regardless of what that means or, you know, makes them happy or fulfilled. I think that's super powerful, super powerful. So yeah. thank you for, you know, sharing that and like open it. Cause there's a lot of stuff that I, I didn't know. And obviously you didn't, you know, of like what all this stuff means and how it's born. I think that's where I was yeah. been very curious about, you know? Well, again, the reason I kept digging just now is because there is this idea, or at least I had the ignorant idea of, again, like the one guy with like 10 girlfriends and you just think is- like And that this. could be one of it the situations. Be. But I thought that there are different versions. So again, we're explaining. That's why I was like, okay, so wait, what? Yeah, that's um, cool. And yeah. also, by the way, even as you, you um, 
say that, even the way you said it is still with a negative connotation. But that one guy with the 10 girls, all those girls are okay with it. Exactly. So it, um, society in, you know, puts this like, mm -mm. but it's like, but all these females are, are well but aware. Are well, they okay with that? Because culturally they were conditioned to be okay with that. Or are they legitimate? How okay? would they culturally be conditioned? They would culturally condition the opposite. Like to no, kind of have the idea. There's like, certain cultures where that's just how it oh, is. I like see you what have you mean. No like not I got like you. I got this you. guy automatically in this culture gets yes, to have yes, yes, 10 wives. That. That's right. And you just have to be okay with sure, that. I and think both. Yeah. The patriarchy of that yeah 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 i think that's um and i do think also too i and this is my own personal opinion it doesn't mean it's law but it and i'm a child of the 80s you guys um <laughs> she looked good don't she <laughs> people uh we were having a conversation the other day too and i said something like i forget that you understand 80s references because i always see anthony is just younger than me and so i'm like oh we we watch the same cartoons crazy okay anyways point being is that um we were not as little girls um encouraged to explore certain things like now our culture and our society is very sexually open we discuss it's in music it's in television it wasn't like that growing up so as a young woman again it was still okay for dudes to be players and whatever like that's you a pimp and la 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 you get all those hoes mm -hmm. um and it's weird because you see it on tv like it's so in your face when you look at 90s tv music videos like all the things how women are just so objectified and we're like yeah <laughs> Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, um, anyways all that to say i never had felt as a younger person and maybe it's my home um like go out and explore your sexuality because if you do too much then you're a hoe Absolutely. you don't want to be labeled one of those people so it's like you're a good girl and just be a good girl mm -hmm. so it almost feels like for my era if you will someone like yourself being a man it's easier for you to be like yeah i'm gonna explore all this stuff and no one's gonna judge you but if i go out in the streets and i'm exploring a bunch of shit it's like oh she's messy or she's all over the place or you you know i'm gonna chime in on that because that's 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 not true for me either because okay. as a man i'm supposed to be this hardcore you know the toxic masculinity like last time um you know we're expected to be a certain way and for me to be feminine you know what i mean to embrace that side to explore to be free like that that's i've, I've been judged plenty of times because again i am feminine but you're a dancer so you're it around matter though i've been around other, i've been around other dancers that aren't feminine and then they bring this macho especially some 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 people that i used to work with they'd be like oh you like dudes i'm like no no not at all but they see me comfortable with myself and and it's just like i said it's 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 situational no one has it easier than the other it's just we all have our 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 baggage our, our demons and 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 our issues and our what's it called what's the word i'm looking for the troubles that hit us you know what i mean in doing what we want to do following our hearts our minds our dreams whatever we'll always have haters you know because they're afraid to do it themselves mm -hmm. So I don't think it's different for either gender. You don't think that women get judged more? I mean, in certain... For their promiscuous, like, for being promiscuous, like, even just that word alone. Um, I don't know. I'm a feminist. At, like, just I've learned how to be a feminist as well, because I, I guess I used to think that way too. But I think that's an empowerment as well, you know? But I guess you're right. But that's culturally... Mm -hmm. you know that's oh 100% you know that's that's the man trying to control the the patriarchy of of the man trying to condition the woman like 
you, I remember, I, I don't know when it was, if it was this podcast or the last podcast, when you talk about you were told to not pluck your eyebrows. Oh, absolutely. That's the patriarchy trying to tell the woman what to do with their bodies and whatnot. So, I mean, again, I guess we just got to all uprise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There, it, there's just so, there's so many layers. So many. So many layers. I was like that... trying to encompass all of that. I was like, how do I do that? Yeah, no, there's so many layers and it's, it's, it's so different for each person and because we all have such different experiences. So it's just like, and that's the whole thing about labeling. And anyway, it's just like, oh, like, and, and our society is just always wanting to label everything, you know? And it's like, but what does that mean? Like, what do I call you now? Like, you know, if this isn't, if this isn't this, then what does that mean? It's like, oh, did you know there's something called a gender cowboy? I know. That's like a legitimate, like male, know. female, they, Gender, gender cowboy. cowboy no yeah I interesting that it's an actual i don't oh. know what that means but it's a thing yeah. um so Val, <laughs> i'm gonna put her on the spot because she doesn't have it but i was gonna be like so what's our quote about kink today well actually it wasn't about kink because oh. like um but the quote was your trauma is not your wait hold on i'm trying to read it from the table your trauma is not <laughs> it's okay if you want to reach for it yeah let me reach for it Oh, yeah, yeah, I can read my handwriting now. Your trauma is not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. Um, yeah, and I mean, I think that kind of is like a, yeah. Which is a lifelong process. A hundred percent. Yeah, I that that goes, there's just, yeah, just so many layers. Like when you're just like, I got this because of this and da-da-da. And then like, just be, as an adult and just realizing certain things about like, hmm. There'll be so many things where I'm like, oh, I am healed from that. And something happens and I'm like, oh, <laughs> exactly. <Nope. laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, shit. Yeah. So uh, good. But I do want to add something to this and then I'm, I'm done with that. That's why you don't fall in love with the destination. You fall in love with the process. Yeah. You tell me that all the time. Yeah. Say that again. Don't fall in don't don't fall in love with the destination. Fall in love with the process because once you hit the destination, it could change you could evolve into something different and then you'll never be satisfied just be in love with the fact that you want to learn that you want to explore that you're capable of adjusting mm -hmm. you know because once you get to that destination are you going to stay there but i love the destination that's fine but are you always going to stay there once you reach but that how do you know you love the de destination if you've never been there because i just know mm. Mm. my heart tells me okay follow yeah. your heart follow your heart today's podcast just i love that no i love that quote i love that idea because you can apply it to so many different things um which i think is a purpose uh thank you for being so open for enlightening our viewers our listeners us yeah. <laughs> so much i feel like i learned so much today um yeah we were talking about poop on your face too. <laughs> <laughs> like even the bedrooms all the things um yeah super appreciate you and anything you want to add, Alcona? I mean, you know, I'm just going to give myself a high five shoulder slap for having a really good guest today. I just <laughs> want to say. You I'm, know, kidding. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We uh, um, we will give you the flowers. Both of you flowers. Flowers. Yeah. Flores. Yeah. Yeah. Both. Um, no, but anyways, I had a lot of fun. So thank you. Conversation is always good. So, And you. if you want to add anything, if you'd like us to dive deeper into any of these topics that we've talked about, like, please let us know um, this. That's why we're open to it. That's why we're doing this podcast, because we want to hear from you guys. We want to talk about the things that maybe are uncomfortable that most people don't talk about. Absolutely. 
Way to wrap it up, Val. Thanks, girl. Okay, I don't have anything really <laughs> smart to add to that, so I'm just going to say goodbye. Adios. Bye. Bye, Thank everybody. You. Until next time. See ya.